look back at last night's SmackDown where the main event for Fastlane was set. Tonight's hot news and my perspective on Nia Jax. This is PWR Tonight for Wednesday, February 7, 2018. And thank you for joining us wherever you are all over the world here on YouTube. Damian Nelson coming to you here from the Pro Wrestling Report Studios for the Wednesday edition of PWR Tonight. I want to remind all of you to subscribe to us here on YouTube so that you never miss an episode. And if you're listening to us here on our podcast version on blogtalkradio.com slash PWR or on your podcast feed, be sure to subscribe to the show. It's free to do both. And let's get to the, tonight's hot news. I want to issue a correction for something I stated yesterday in uh, the episode of PWR Tonight, where I stated that next week on Raw, there will be a three-way match to determine the final entrant into the Raw Elimination Chamber, the Men's Elimination Chamber match. I was wrong. It's actually a fatal four-way, and the person I omitted from that matchup was indeed uh, Matt Hardy. So Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, and Apollo Crews get a shot at the last spot in the Elimination Chamber match. I'm going to go with hmm, Balor because Hardy and uh, Wyatt still got a little something going on so they can ex you know, extinguish themselves from the mix. And then you've got Crews who will have a great match and almost beat Balor who will ultimately win and be put in that matchup the Balor Club represented in the Elimination Chamber. That, of course, is just this broadcast journalist's opinion. Also on Hot News, last night on SmackDown, we'll talk more about what happened on the show in a moment, but the show garnered about a 2.5 million viewer rating, if you will, and uh, that compares to 3 million or so, just over 3 million, uh, that watched Raw this past Monday night. Solid effort from both shows, good viewership from both shows, and really if you combine those, you've got 5.5 million people watching WWE programming on Monday and Tuesday night. With that, let's talk about SmackDown from last night, and it was an interesting show to say the least. A very quick two hours, a bit bumpy in that opening segment between Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. I've talked for weeks on this broadcast on these shows about how that tension continues to rise between the two, with Shane questioning Bryan's motives of continuing to give Owens and, uh, and Zayn a shot at the championship held by AJ Styles. And if you think back to a couple of episodes of Primetime Ago, David Hero sat in that chair and said that he wouldn't be surprised to see a six-man match involving Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, perhaps him teaming with Dan with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. He endorsed Sami Zayn. And hmm, maybe, maybe he was right, and maybe we will see that with Shane McMahon on an opposing team comprised of I don't know who and I don't know who else. But the opening was a bit bumpy for SmackDown this past Monday night, but they got to where they needed to be, which was framing and setting up the matchup that would be the main event, and it would be a three-way match to determine who would go on the fast lane to face AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, the winner of that, their match, then proceeding to WrestleMania to take on Shinsuke Nakamura, who, by the way, cut a promo last night, and if you didn't see it, it was pretty amazing. I'll see you at WrestleMania. That's what he said. So that's a step in the right direction uh, for that. But back to the main event, back to the matchup, back to the results. It would be no result. The match would end, and it would be determined that both men, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, are on their way to Fastlane to take on AJ Styles in a triple threat match for the chance 
at the main event, at least from the SmackDown end of things at WrestleMania. A great match from the two. I don't think any of us would have expected anything less. We've seen umpteen dozen matches between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn so far. They know each other real well. They work together real well, and they deliver, and they delivered on SmackDown last night. It was a good match. I like the fact that now it's a triple threat at uh, Fastlane sort of keeps things up in the air, makes you wonder what's going to happen, what will be the outcome of that matchup, and what will be the dynamic of WrestleMania. Also on SmackDown last night, we saw Rusev Day being celebrated. And let me just say this, folks. Now, I've been singing the praises of a Jason Jordan, who, by the way, WWE announced has recently completed successful neck surgery, even though his wife took to social media uh, earlier this week and stated that he would not be having said surgery. I'm trying to still figure all that out to hopefully report it uh, accurately to you soon. But Aiden English... Aiden English, ladies and gentlemen, one half of the former Vaudevillians. He is working his way up to an endorsement. That voice, that presence, that leaping Lanny Poffo of poet variety presence is tremendous. I'm loving every minute of it. I'm loving him being paired up with Rusev. And think about this. What a great Rusev day it would be if one day perhaps we walked with Elias to Rusev Day with Aiden English performing in between. Yes, I am also a booker. Uh, great, great presence, great enhancement. One could argue Aiden English is doing better for Rusev now than Lana did for Rusev then. I'm not talking about the mixed match challenges. But Aiden English, tremendous. Keep doing what you're doing. Great. I didn't realize he was a Guerrero, by the way. You know, he married Vicky Guerrero's daughter. Uh, and uh, he is a uh, part, at least in son-in-law form, of the Guerrero family. Just learned that uh, just the other day. So uh, kudos to him. Great, great presence. And, and further enhancing Rusev Day. However, it would be he and Rus uh, Rusev who would be suffering the fates of the RKO from Randy Orton out of nowhere. Bobby Roode as well. As Bobby Roode, uh, his challenge was answered by Rusev for the United States Championship. Rude would be successful in those efforts. Randy Orton with an RKO for three. And uh, still unsure what his path takes him toward for WrestleMania and what he'll be doing. But Randy Orton RKOing all three and uh, really, really making a presence on SmackDown. I didn't notice this before, but when did the Russos, I don't know if it was Jimmy or Jay, get a mouthful of metal? They were doing their promo, which was excellent. Again, they could be the best talking tag team in the business right now. And I'm sorry if I'm barring anyone. Notice I didn't say bar none. But dang, they did great proving their presence, proving their self, at least in verbal form, this past Tuesday night, just last night on SmackDown. And let's not forget Shelton Benjamin and, and, and uh, Chad Gable getting a bit more of a rub and more of a substantiation, I guess you can say, on SmackDown as well. Well done for both teams, but I continue to be a tremendous fan of the Usos, who I think continue to be underrated. And if you have not seen it, watch their promo from Tuesday night. They talk about going from Samoan drops to elbow drops, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, colorful tights to, to day one-ish, all that stuff. It was good, good promo that sort of reestablished and maybe reaffirmed in people's heads just how good, if not great, that they are. The New Day. 
they had a couple of, they were doing the social media gimmick backstage and uh, the, the continued story saga, if you will, of the brewing story and saga that may be existing between Booker T and Corey Graves has been the subject of a lot of commentary on uh, the last two nights of WWE television where they're subtly jabbing or poking or working us all. Uh, it's, and usually this backstage stuff doesn't permeate onto Aaron, as we told you about on a recent episode of this broadcast, Booker T on his podcast made some comments about Corey Graves not being in his good favors and that uh, he uh, feels that Corey Graves was the reason he was removed from WWE Raw. We talked about that last night on PWR Tonight, so you can check that out and um, see my perspective on that. But Still, it was entertaining. The New Day always entertaining uh, as, as they are on uh, SmackDown, and they did it again last night. So overall, I thought SmackDown was a very good show. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was good. I thought it was deliberate in its pacing. Like I said, it started off a little bumpy, a little slow, but everything they did made sense. And I, I, I think when I say that made sense, it made sense for what was presented last night on television, for where they're going to fast lane, and where they're seemingly going for WrestleMania as well. Speaking of WrestleMania, as you see behind me, folks, the biggest party of WrestleMania weekend shenanigans on Bourbon Street comes to you on Friday, April 6th. Several talents have been announced. All the details right now at PWRShow.com. Of course, the featured talent, the host, the man who is throwing the party, Big Sexy Kevin Nash, will be there in full force. And the hostess with the mostest, SoCal Val, will be emceeing the night's festivities on Bourbon Street, the only wrestling event in WrestleMania weekend, during WrestleMania weekend, that will occur officially on Bourbon Street. Beads, balconies, boobs, all of that will occur as shenanigans. I, as Mr. McMahon used to say, guarantee it. Shenanigans, New Orleans tickets are on sale now and moving faster than they have in previous years because all tickets include an unlimited open bar all night. You can get that at pwrshow.com right now. In tonight's perspective piece, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go back to last night's, two nights ago, rather, edition of WWE Raw and talk about Nia Jax. And over the course of the last few months, Nia Jax has been presented sort of off and on as a monster diva, if you will, in WWE. And she has even taken to social media at times to talk about, uh, for lack of a better term, some fat shaming that she's gotten. And it, put, it really made me, especially after looking at that, that piece uh, that they did, that video piece, that package, if you will, that they did about Nia Jax and the fact that she may be on her way to a triple threat match at WrestleMania got me looking a little more into this. And whenever we've had a situation, you go back to Karma in WWE, go back to even Mickey James at times because she suffered the same ridicule, where you have a larger diva or a larger woman and they are uh, treated differently and they are looked at differently. Maybe Alexa Bliss was on to something. And my question is, why is it different? You've got big men in the business. No one compares a Braun Strowman to a Finn Balor, who probably is the most uh, the most amazing physical specimen in the world of wrestling right now. I think he's got negative 6% body fat, but be that as it may, you look at the opposite of that in Braun Strowman or even a Big Show or a Kane or somebody else who may be of a, a bigger boned proportion, and it's never talked about. But what is talked about is when it occurs amongst the diva ranks. 
If you wanted to lay blame, I guess you could lay it amongst several different people. Primarily, probably, the way WWE has presented the former divas to us in the past. It was a sex symbol. It was all about salacious sexiness. And when you have somebody who fits outside that mold, I think we are conditioned as fans to question, why are they there? Why are they different? And are they there to be teased and picked on? Now, I believe, in my opinion, that Nia Jax is a beautiful woman. She's not a fat woman at all. She's not even a large woman at all. Comparatively speaking to the to the to the little little people that they put her next to, I mean little women wrestlers that they put her next to, yeah, she stands out. She's a bit different, uh, but um, but that doesn't make make her bad. Doesn't make it a bad thing. So I, I would challenge all of us as fans to to overcome. Uh, what some of us may think when we look at some women wrestlers in WWE who are presented or who are built differently than others and compare that to the vast majority of the body styles and types that we have on the men's roster. If it's okay there, how is it not okay for all? Because I'm, and I'm not saying everyone thinks this way, but it's been prevalent. How is it not okay for it to be the same? For the women's. I think WWE has done a great job over the last few months, if not year and a half, of putting the women's competitors on even par with the men's competitors, and they deserve an amazing amount of credit for that. That is tonight's perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to comment and share your thoughts on all that I had just said uh, right here on YouTube or on our Twitter page at PWR Show. Is, does Twitter really have a page? But on Twitter, at PWR Show on Twitter. And speaking of PWR Show, go ahead and like us on Facebook because come Friday, 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, we are going to be here in the PWR studios and we will be live on Facebook for Feedback Friday. Yes, indeed. Feedback Friday will be live on Facebook to the masses all over the world. You can go ahead and submit us your questions and comments. You can do so in advance by commenting on these videos, or you can do so live during Feedback Friday. That's PWR Show on Facebook, facebook.com slash PWR Show, and be a part of the live Feedback Friday, Friday night, 6 o'clock p.m. Central on Facebook Live. Uh, tonight, of course, we've got NXT. Tomorrow night, we've got Impact, and we'll be bringing you another edition of PWR tonight tomorrow night. So be sure to subscribe to us here on YouTube and be sure to get those notifications when we do post new episodes. And if you can't watch it, the podcast version lets you take it with you on the go. These episodes, somewhere between 10 and 20 minutes, gives you enough time to digest all the previous day's wrestling news on your commute to work or school or wherever it is you may be going the next morning. You can easily subscribe to those podcasts by going to blogtalkradio.com slash PWR. So with that, for all of us here at the Pro Wrestling Report, thank you very much for joining us here on PWR tonight, and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow night for an all-new episode.